No, that is any of your business, but... Nay, it's showtime. And leave me to my elections. Oh, the floor just cracked. I believe I might fall. Uh, it's kidding. So, Destiny's getting a 30-year... 30 years of Bungie. Yeah, Bungie's been a company for 30 years. and Yeah, it kind Destiny of feels weird to celebrate that exclusively for Destiny. I mean, like, that is their only video game per se, but at the same time, it's just like, hey, we're Destiny, and to celebrate, we're only going to do more Destiny. And it's like, oh, wait, what? And that's just that. This is more- So they're getting, like, discount fucking... Halo guns, mm-hmm. which I thought was like, I looked at it and I'm like, wow, that looks like shit, but okay. Uh, and I don't know, where are you? See, it looks like shit and it's like, okay, well, the Magnum's probably the only thing that looks relatively like the stuff that uh they would be using. Like... Because the Magnum has the the Halo Magnum has that weird ass shit like front thing to it. I gotta have a look at it. The f- like Halo Magnum, the Magnum. Yeah, it's got some weird ass fucking cover on it. It's also incredibly tall. Oh yeah, it's a, it's as long as a Desert Eagle, but it's like ten inches tall. And it also has like what seems to be like discount knuckle dusters as like a trigger guard. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a weird gun. Like it's from start <laughs> to finish, it's a weird. I'm, gun. I'm, start, I'm trying to start a conversation here. Everyone's just like, "Yep, cool." Sorry, That's my parents just really came home. About. It's the fucking um, the Halo yeah. Magnum is is a weird gun. Like, what's it chambered in again? Like. Every every Halo gun's chambered in the same. It's chambered chambered in sci-fi. No, no, no. every no, no. <laughs> every Halo gun, Halo gun ammo is chambered in like seven by six two, I believe. That's so weird. Like every gun, which makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense. Uh, ammunition, the Halo Fanon, or I don't know any, much about Halo, so I can't really comment in this conversation too actively. You don't well, really need to know. Oh, you kind of do, but yeah. You're talking. You're, you're, you're talking about the caliber of the Halo like, weapons. Like I don't yeah. know. Seven by seven point six two by fifty one is the ammunition. The rifles. So there's some variants on it, but mm-hmm. every single weapon, the MA five series, which is their what the fuck? Assault rifle. Yeah, okay, cool. Just say assault rifle. Assault rifle, marksman rifle, light machine gun, general purpose machine gun, heavy machine guns, medium machine guns, the scorpions fucking machine gun, and the wasp machine gun are all chambered in 7.62 NATO. It's a pretty powerful round, but like, it doesn't make any sense why every gun would have its own individual damage values if they were all using the same sort of ammunition. I don't know. Halo, Halo fucking... I don't think for a series which has its own Bible, 
like its own little Bible thing attached to it. I am surprised, like with all the information and soft, like all that sort of stuff. I am surprised the fact that it even like they didn't they had that oversight on the ammunition. Mm. So I'm not too sure as to why. It's even more weird because you can only pick up ammunition from a gun from the same kind of gun. So it's incredibly weird. Well, I guess that's like a game balancing issue. Like we have to have these fucking things laying around for these like motherfuckers to just come by and just do whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, like I, I get that, but like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense if every gun is chambered in the same round. I mean, like, other than, oh my god, can't hold up. I need to. I hate it when stallers have their own music that you can't mute. Ugh. Yeah, please kill me. But uh, like, unless your game, like, does gears? Of, what what weapons are gears of war? Chain guns, gears. Oh, they're called lances. War lances. Lance. I'm surprised I still fucking remember that. Ammo. What ammo does a fucking lancer use? I don't care about its ammo capacity. Give me the fucking caliber. It's just nothing about caliber. Mm. Mark two, size, medium, damage per hit, low, magazine size. It says maximum ammunition over ammunition type cartridge. Uh, yeah, I don't think they ever go into the caliber of the lancers. Although, by the looks of it, they don't because people are theorizing what fucking ammunition they'd use. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, at least we have the answer for Halo, and it's 762 NATO for every single gun. Apparently the pistol's a 50 cal, so that, that gives you an idea of we're only going up from here. <laughs> so we're wait, only the 50, going up. Was it, is it 50 Action Express? Is it 50 Beowulf? Is it 50... It's 0.50 cal. Uh, it's like a, K-A-L. So it's just a regular 50 caliber. Yeah. That's what right. I'm like, Okay. Like it's just it's just says cow and I can't 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 really comment on that. And what I can comment on is that this pre rambling of orchestral setups has gone too I, far. I actually remembered something about a video game gun that I was waiting to bring up. If you guys wanted to hear about it, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, did you guys hear about how a video game company was talking legal was considering taking or something there was something about legal action towards a russian gun company for stealing a gun design uh, yeah yes yeah i i showed this gun to alex a while ago and i'm like i'm surprised someone hasn't like i thought it was gonna be Bethesda that came after him i was like i'm surprised these companies haven't come after him going you've you've basically ripped off our idea yo apparently it was actually like it was actually they like the apparently it was ward b was the studio making a game called oceanic was approached by kalashnikov about like making a real world version of their gun and there was some talks and then it fell off. And then later Kalashnikov actually came out with a gun that looked like the, the one in their game. 
Yes. With no because, kind yeah. of reference or anything, like no credit. Well, that's because uh, when you make something in a video game, all you're doing is you're copywriting the model specifically. And when it comes to firearms, when it comes around to patenting those and getting copyrights for those, every component of the firearm to like the the because it, it's specifically a shotgun and it looks i think it's like i think it's like pump action so like there would be like the barrel the ammo cylinder the Apparently frame it's basically the just like a stock. customized version of the pre-existing mp155 yeah by the looks of it yeah so it's that's, it's already that's a, what a, an existing gun. It looks like just like a, a mod kit that goes on top of it to make it look more fucking video gamey. But like, mm. wait, are you talking about the real Clash Girl gun? Yeah, because no, that's a camera. Yeah, that's yeah, an actual. M- that's a that's a USB C style camera for the MP155 like, Ultima is what it's called. Yeah, that yeah, that thing and, is a camera. Yeah, yeah that's not a, yeah that's not a sight on top. That's a that's a camera. So you can, uh, so you can fuck it. I was gonna say have like cool kill cams, but uh, <laughs> I but you'd probably mainly, not. You'd mainly probably use this gun for like clay shooting. So you'd use the camera to sort of track the shot, get like a good shot. I um, don't, I don't think they would use that at all. Cool clay shooting. Like an airsoft version of it and like record games of that as well or something. But uh, yeah, like the four airsoft channels on YouTube that dominate the market. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. I, I still hate the fact that South Australia has gone, and this is true, airsoft rifles, gel blasters, and any of those kinds of guns are considered actual firearms. Yep. Like, they are considered firearms in the same sense of, like, fucking a Glock pistol is a firearm, and... Even though it does not fit the definition, the South Australian definition, what a firearm is, they changed the definition, didn't they? No, they didn't. They They'd- they added a note to the oh, uh, right, yeah. thing saying it's like a firearm is anything. Let's go. Let's go, let's have a quick look at this because this is fucking stupid. Yeah, wasn't it saying uh, like it's a firearm South that fits this description Australia. or is something we say it is. Yes, it's them going. We say it. If we say it's a firearm, it's a firearm. South Australia firearm. Definition. Definition. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, designed to fire bullets, shot, or other projectiles by means of burning propellant and compressed air or other gases, or declared by the regulations to be a firearm. So, <laughs> gel blasters uh, use a battery and it like sort of flicks the fucking thing out, as well as like the BB guns. You can get compressed air ones, but like your average gel blaster and all that sort of stuff is using a mechanical thing to flick the bullets out rather than to compress air and that sort of stuff. It's it's so, a catapult in, in the fashion to look like a gun. So, yeah, the Firearms Act 2015 was designed to fire bullets to shot, shot or other projectile means of burning propellant, compressed air, other gases, includes a receiver and any device which, if completed in working order, would be a firearm or... Declared by the regulations to be a firearm. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's, it's just all like this stuff is a gun, and whatever we say is a gun is also a gun. So go, circling back to the Halo guns, my friend has a Halo assault rifle um, gel blaster. Had to get it. Had to get a serial number for it, and has to register it as a firearm. Do you know what he did? 
Drum I roll. I guess. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Fucking. He's like, oh, I've got a gun license now. Might as well get a real gun. Yeah. Got a real gun. Got two real guns. One's so a fucking one, yeah. a revolver that shoots like small shotgun fucking slugs. Oh, it's so like a bailiff. I think it's a judge something. Yeah. Is it called uh, the judge or the bailiff? I'm pretty sure. Let's go judge. I think. Revolver. I think one of them. I think they're the same thing. It's just that one of them is like the video game name for it, like in Payday. No, oh, it's yeah. actually called the judge. Yeah, it is. Yeah, called I think the it's judge. Called, I think Taurus- it might be called the bailiff in Payday or something. Yeah. Yeah. The Taurus um, Judge series. Yes. Yep. Uh, that's what it's called. Yeah, shoots fucking small shotgun things. That thing's got a kick. And then he got like a Glock 37 with all the trimmings. It's got like a shoulder like holster. It's got a Picatinny rail to put a fucking red dot side on. And it's got an extra mag capacity holder. Like he pimped out a fucking Glock for some reason. <laughs> I mean, Glocks well, are I, fine, but yeah. fuck man, like it's it's like he's like he does he does competitive shooting but not often and then like my friend's got a uh an m1911 sports a sports m1911 which shoots uh 20 like fucking point twenty rounds 22 rounds um and that thing is a fucking piece of piss like the gun is like super light uh there's virtually no recoil because it's firing 22s and like 22s are super cheap so it's like fuck yeah let's let's keep this shit and then he's got like a glock 18 and a glock 37 as well yep and he has the keys to the to the fucking fire range as well like that we were, we went out to the fire range and just shot targets because he just has the keys to the place. Jesus, it's a small <laughs> town, so show up enough and they'll be like, "Yeah, here's the keys. Just lock up when you're done." Jeez, so yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a fair bit of trust. Oh my god, that seems like such a fucking stupid idea. Oh my god, what, I just saw what? a picture in the Google. Uh, in the Google. the Google image search and I was looking for the judge revolver. I put it into mm. our Discord general chat, which if you're listening to this, if you just follow the links, you can actually join our Discord and get into all the funny good stuff. He's doing something stupid. Is that is that the, what they use to fucking hoist up a pool cue when you got to take a really long shot? It looks like... So what the fuck? In pool, there is a device in which if you need a little extra reach or something, you can... Use this pull cue holster thing to hold your pull cue while you use it. This fucking idiot is using essentially one of them for a Rhino Judge revolver. Taurus, Taurus Judge, Taurus. Yeah, yeah. Rhino, it, Rhino is uh, Chiapa. Chiapa makes the Rhino, which is my favorite handgun, and I do really want to get that. But it's like I. Did you see plus. in the Cowboy Bebop fucking Jet is holding a rhino? I didn't watch in, the fucking Netflix not in shit. Cow, Cowboy Bebop Netflix cover. But yeah, he like Jet is holding. Yeah, I'll put it in a chat. It's not like the clearest fucking picture, but I can definitely tell that is a rhino revolver. 
because I've seen a lot of them in my time. Yep, that's that's a Chiapa Rhino. Oh man, fucking that show is terrible. It's fucking, um, it's so fucking bad. Oh, it's just, I it makes me want to re. I I haven't seen the original in so fucking long, but uh, I want to go watch the original. Uh, fucking what's the girl's name again? May Val- Faye Valentine. Faye, that's it. The chick that plays her is so fucking cringy. It's you want to like- talk cringy? Let's talk Ed. Ed's cr- yeah, but Ed has a significant less screen time than Ed Faye. was an after credit scene for a second season that's not going to happen. I, I, I feel they're going to go ahead anyway. <laughs> I feel that they don't care at this point. But it was it was not adapted into anything. Fucking, they tried. Like when it came to the show itself, mm-hmm. they didn't. They tried to separate the main cast away from as much of the anime as they could, except Ed. Ed is exactly how she is in the show to how she is in the fucking anime. And it's such a jarring fucking juxtaposition because everyone else is pretending to be serious and fucking failing at it because it's the script is fucking written by an actual fucking chimpanzee i wouldn't say i wouldn't say too much that it there's a massive juxtaposition i'd say it doesn't translate over to live action yeah it doesn't translate that's that's what i was getting to because anime antics don't translate into live action because it all comes across as fucking overacted cringe uh, now, now you can continue. What were we talking about? Fucking Cowboy Bebop being shit. Yes. Yeah, it was Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, because it fucking anime antics do not translate well into live action because it comes over as melodramatic cringe and nothing else. Like that, that's that's all it will ever come over as. And that's how they kept Ed. It's just that they had this fucking poor fucking actor who's like, it's their first role. And they get stuck with Netflix special playing as the, the cringiest piece of shit in the fucking universe. They're not going to get another job after this. Their career is in the toilet. Uh, you'll get a diversity hire, I believe. Yeah, like someone be like, someone be like, oh, okay, we'll hire you because we feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Like something like that. Like it sucks because this is from what I've seen, their fucking first role ever. Hmm. And it's just thrown in the fucking deep end. Yeah. <laughs> and they, it, uh, it's just, oh my God, it just looks like, I'm going to put a fucking picture in the chat because the comparison picture they gave just looks ugly as sin. Mm. Oh it looks God. Like, it looks, looks like a legit clown. Yeah, holy shit. That's horrible. That's what why is their million heads, dollar budget. Why is their head so far forward? Dude, what do you do? All right, so not just like that. Wait, is their head hot far, far forward or is it just big? Yeah, I don't that's, know. <laughs> no, that's forward. That's that's like slouch forward ish ish. But I don't understand. And like you, she doesn't look as weird. happy. Like that, w- that looks ugly. And then you got Vicious's wig. Is just like, oh my god! Like that's some bad wig. But oh. it, 
It looks like a legit mop. Like they just cut the bottom off a mop and stuck it on it on her head. It's it's not great. Like we're here we go. Oh, this fucking photo. Like, just look at Vicious's wig in the. If you haven't already seen the live action trailer, look at Vicious's wig. Look at mm-hmm. Ed. Yeah. And just look at any scene with Faye in it and just be like, oh shit. Okay. It's so. So I've been trying to so put this off, but does it, is this a bad time for the point to mention that I don't know what. I don't know, like, I know next to nothing about Cowboy Bebop. Go yeah, watch don't. it. It's good. Yeah. yeah that's I, all I, I can say. Just go to watch watching, it. watching the anime. It's just that I always forget or I'm in the middle of watching something. Well, I, I'm usually in the middle of watching something or doing something else and then I forget by the time I'm done with it. Well, the anime is very dense, so you're going to have to set aside a couple of days to watch the whole thing. Oh, this sounds fucking this sounds like absolute up himself. So John Cho, the guy who played Spike in the live action thing, yep. quote said he was afraid he'd be too sexy as the Cowboy Bebop Spike. Oh God, really? I know, right? Fuck's sake. But other than bad fucking adaptations, uh, what have you been doing for your week, Alex? Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and Walker came out. So I'm almost done with the uh, main story quest for that. Mm-hmm. And then Halo Infinite. Comes uh, out tomorrow morning. Yep, comes out tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. Uh, what else on my Steam library? Uh, Century Age of Ashes, dragon dogfighting. Uh, pretty good, free to play. Uh, re- really fun, pretty engaging. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so I've... I think we planned on doing a GSSB on it when it first came out because I yeah, know Josh was up. playing a Josh was playing a bit of it. Mm. Um, but so it's just like, how can I put it? I, I told you, it was I dragon Alex, dog fighting. I think Alex described it to Jordan as Ace Combat, but on dragons. Yeah, which it's, it's Ace Combat, but I haven't on dragons. Played Ace Combat, so I can't really do the comparison, but. But basically, so, yeah. there's a, it's like three v three or six v six. So it's uh, multiplayer kind of, only. Yeah. yeah. Um. You basically at the moment there's only three classes you can choose from that ha- like change only like like other like secondary abilities. Like all characters have like <clears throat> the basic fire breath, uh, the fire balls, uh, boosting yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then, then there's um there's the Marauder who has um He basically has a hunter's mark ability where he shoots a shot at an enemy and then if it hits them that you get like infinite ammo for a short time against them and but I think it yeah. does less damage. No, it does the same damage, you just get infinite ammo. Oh. That's yeah, that's it. Um So I'm guessing these are sort of like skill shots rather than lock No, It's an actual targeted ability, but like the targeting the fireballs travel pretty slow so you can like if you bank around a corner the fireballs will keep tracking you but they won't follow you around a corner they'll always try to aim and cut you off so if you Mm. do like a tight bank around a corner they'll just crash into the wall um you can also uh drift around corner like you can take sharp turns to sort of like get the fireballs to whiz past you if they get too close uh there's the uh one of the classes can straight up turn fucking invisible so yeah, it the loses the fireball, can loses turn tracking. Invisible. 
for a short, uh, t- for a wind, short time. Yeah. So there's the Phantom, the Wind Rider, and the, and the Marauder. The Wind Rider has a smoke trail ability that's also a poison gas trail. So you can use it to tell people to fuck off for a bit. Also, it loses tracking on faraway fireballs. Uh, one of the game modes uh, is like a capture the flag game mode where one person goes and grabs a flag and then they need to run through like eight uh, pillars. Like yeah, eight sort of goals. Gates. Yeah, yeah eight, yeah, eight gates. They have to run through like eight gates. And what people will do is as the Phantom, because the Phantom has a landmine that they can put on places they put landmines on the gates wind riders will fly behind the person with the flag and just set a poison trail behind them it's like enemy wind riders will find the next gate they go to and create a poison trail from that gate to the previous one like it's pretty people get pretty ingenious with just landmine poison gas trail and infinite ammo like the sort of the sort of stuff they come up with. So, like so it's, is it yeah. is it kind of like a hero shooter sort of situation? Uh, lo- like loosely, like very yeah. very loosely, because there's no there's no specific well, how like do I put it? the way I put it, The way I'm talking is like you've got like a few abilities and like an ultimate ability. Yeah, yeah. but it's more like a class based shooter, <clears throat> class based flying game, because like. There's only three. They, they, the game even calls them classes because the the these cl- the classes don't have any names. Like it's just Wind Rider, and then this person's playing as the Wind Rider class, or this person's playing as the Marauder, or this person's playing as the Phantom. That's really all there is to it. There's no like, oh, this person's playing as fucking Irelia, or this person's playing as Tracer, or that sort of shit. There, it's just. I find yeah. it kind of funny that as an example, you chose two of your least favorite games. Well, they're two of the most popular class-based uh, or yeah. hero-based shooters out, which is easily identifiable, which is <laughs> League of Legends, the most played game in the world. Uh, yes, and League of Legends, Overwatch. the character-based shooter. Yeah, well, fucking characters use guns. It's a shooter. Yeah, they got guns. They got the good shit. Yep. Fucking Jinx is strapped with the heater. Strapped with a lot of heaters too. Yeah. Caitlin's got a heater. Jace technically has a heater. There's a lot of guns. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah. Put, yeah, there's a lot of it's guns. It's not a shooter, though. It's what I was getting <laughs> it's, it's at. A, it's a, technically the genre's MOBA, but there'd be guns and they'd be shooting. So, yeah. They could also do Valorant. Like, you got fucking... What, what's her name? Jet, I think, is one of the characters. Yep. I don't pay attention to Valorant. It's that's, just, that's all dis- I know. It's just discount Counter-Strike. Yeah, it's, it's Counter-Strike, but weebs. It's weeb strike. Yeah, but Century Age of Ashes, Dragon Dog Fighting, it's free. Uh, go check it out if you're interested. Maybe we'll consider doing a GSSB on it. Yeah, we're, we're going to do a GSSB on it. It's it's <laughs> it's really fun. All three of us can do a GSSB on it. Fair, we'll see how we go. So that's been your week? Yeah, pretty much. All right, uh, Josh, how about you? <laughs> My week's basically been the same as Alex, considering we've been doing Final Fantasy and <laughs> Century okay. Age of Ashes together. Okay, fair enough. Like okay, so it's just your week, yeah. Yeah, we've basically just been like doing the same shit, like almost any week, every week, and yeah, almost. Because yeah, like Alex Jordan, one of our other mates, Brenton, and I have just been going through the main story of uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and Walker together. Uh oh, it's it's not just Jordan; it's friend of the channel, Jordan. I'm uh, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the official title that that we have given Jordan on the uh, okay. on the Wailord? channel. 
Yeah, Whale Lord. <laughs> Whale Lord, friend of the channel, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. That's that's his official yeah. title. It's just just Whale Lord, friend of the channel, or Whale yeah. Lord. We've talked about him enough in our playthroughs for him to have some recognition. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess I'll do it my week then. Mm-hmm. My week's nothing fancy. I've been spending a lot of time working on my music, so that's been taking up most of my time. Uh, in my spare time, I've been playing Neo. Yes, I've got I a have, few uh, things to say about Neo. Not a lot of it is good. <laughs> yeah, um, that's understandable. It's a, uh, it's it's but, not a big studio that built it. It is made no, by no, Team it's Ninja. Not, it's not so much. So let's let me just go. Um, Steam achievements. Uh, I want to know. I want to know how many people have gotten the beat the campaign achievement. Uh, fuck, is it? There's a lot of... Jesus Christ, how many achievements are there? I just want to find... What's the final achievement? Okay. Some people are crazy enough. The 1.9% of people who played Neo unlocked all the achievements, which is a feat, to say yeah. the least. Um... Neo beat the game. What's the beat the game achievement? Uh, it depends. There are there's there's a boss and then there's a hidden boss. I just want like just beat the game last boss. Uh then I'd say like Edward Kelly. Who's Edward Kelly? Snake Man with all the tattoos, bold. Oh Kelly, that's right. Yeah. Um, but what's the name of the achievement for it? I do not know. Neo one beat game achievements. Uh, uh, I think it's called Samurai of Legend. So if I go uh, Sam, beginning of Samurai, no. Full-fledged Samurai, no. No, no. The last samurai destroyed revenants. So if from what I've seen here, less than ten percent of people who played Neo have actually beaten the last level. Yeah, which you, it's usually how it goes in Souls like games. Oh, I don't know. Let's let's put this to the test. Let's let's put this to the test and see if you are correct. Um, <clears throat> uh, so let's go Dark Souls. Dark, let's go Dark Souls 1, mm-hmm. for example. Oop, that's the wrong button. And then we'll go Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 has three different endings, but for the usurpation of fire ending, it's 14.8%. And the end of fire is eighteen point seven percent. So, according to the Steam database for Dark Souls, uh, the original ending twenty nine percent of people who have played the game have beaten it. Uh, oh, that goes all the way down, doesn't it? 
<laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. That's usually how it is. So, yeah. So, that's unfortunate because these games are great. Like Neo, on the other hand, like is- fucking Dark Souls Three, only ninety three percent of people have lit a bonfire for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of fucking whacked. Yeah, like, and then oh- from that, only eighty three percent of people have beat, uh, have become a host of embers. But like, here's where it's weird: eighty three point seven percent have become a host of embers. Eighty three point two percent have beaten Idex Gundia. That means that there is 0.5% of players who have become a host of Embers without beating Idex Gundia. <laughs> I mean, game's rigged. <laughs> game's rigged, that's how it is. How? I don't know. Fucking just look at whatever the fuck happened there. There you go. But um, why, why are there... And then I'm going to obviously making comparisons to the Dark Souls series because it is a Souls-like game, but I it got to the point where I've been playing the game for a while and I'm like, I feel like we're near the end of the game. I hope I'm near the end of the game. And then I get to, I look at the mission and then I go to how many missions are in Neo 1 and I find out I'm only halfway through the game and I was like, fuck this. Like, I will beat Neo eventually, but I'm already burnt out on it and I'm halfway through the game. Mm. And it's it's mainly because of two things. Uh, these Souls-like games... Uh, essentially uh, focused around story and bosses. Now, the story I'm not really that interested in, and it feels like uh, William, the main character, is sort of this, like, cool, but I'm here for my living weapon. Like, Kelly has taken my living weapon, and I want guardian her spirit. back. My guardian spirit. Yeah. Kelly has taken my guardian spirit, and I want it back. I just happen to be involved in your cases because it gets me to my guardian spirit quicker. Yeah. And that is, and that is the just, entire story. And everyone else is just like, ah, Arjun, we are so glad you are helping us. Without you, this would all be for Noor and et cetera, et cetera. Like everyone around him is just like, dude, thank you so much. And William's just like, I, I just want my guardian spirit back. Like, I don't care what's going on. So the story isn't really pulling me in. I feel like you'd have to have a prerequisite uh, interest in like Japanese histories and feudal Japan and all that sort of stuff. You need an interest in this to get involved in the story. Now the bosses, um, the bosses uh hit and miss i feel some bosses are rather like stronger common enemies than some like some of the bosses feel like they should be a strong common enemy rather than a boss most of the bosses end up becoming strong common enemies later on and that sucks and like like dark souls does it too dark souls like i've seen especially dark souls one like there is an area which like they just ran out of time and money and you can tell because like every like boss you fought in the early game is just now a common enemy and uh it's bad 
not excusing it at all because it's just generally bad. Uh, this game, like some of the bosses are, I like, and some of them are just like, you just feel like a stronger common enemy. And it gets to the point where like, I'm fighting essentially the same Oni over and over again, just different colors. Um, the only thing that got me as far as I did was playing around with other weapons because there's a whole bunch of different weapons, but one weapon suited my play style the most. And that was the uh, Odachi, I think it's called. Yeah. The Odachi. Odachi. Yeah. And then I started delving into the magic, which was fun, but against like the same enemy, you can only do so much and to the same enemy over and over again before you just start losing that entertainment value. And so we got into about halfway of the game and then the next mission is just like, all right, so we're now in a different new map, but here's more of the same Oni. I'm like, all right, all right, I, I need a break. I can't keep playing this. Otherwise, I'm going to hate it because it's just recycling the same stuff over and over and over again. And I'm like, I want to, I want to beat this game. I do want to beat Neo because I want to play Neo 2. And everyone who's played Neo that I know of, who's also played Neo 2, is it says it's great you're playing through Neo 1 because once you go to Neo 2, you can't go back. Yeah. Like Neo 2 improves in almost every single way. It is a straight up improvement across the board in like terms of combat, story, and all this sort of stuff. Both games are good, but if you start with Neo 2, you could never do Neo 1 because you are just essentially handing yourself a downgrade. And as much as that sucks, it doesn't suck because it makes sense because Neo was the first game and then they improved on the formula. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Everything in Neo 2, they they learn from the mistakes they made in Neo 1. And they immediately improved on them in Neo 2. Like every criticism yeah. anyone has had of Neo 1 is like, well, it doesn't apply in Neo 2 because they took care of it. Mm. Yeah. And I want to play Neo 2, but I want to get through Neo 1 because I want to beat Neo 1. That way I can say I can. You can um, say you did. Because I've done pretty much. Oh, like, so heads up with the uh, DLCs for Neo 1. Mm. Don't go into them as soon as you beat the game go do new game plus first then go back to the original difficulty and then go into uh the dlcs although that difficult like that big yeah. difficulty the spike. first the, the first dlc came out like a year after neo one came out so they had to scale it for people who had that extra year of like grinding and playtime. So it, they are ridiculously difficult. Oh, yeah, because you can't just make another character. No, but you can swap. You can jump between difficulties. You can mm. go from like new game, new game plus, and then new game plus plus. Mm. Yeah, you're, right. f- you're free to you're free to jump around and do that. Like because uh, Jaden <clears throat> was playing Neo One, and he went into the DLC immediately, and he's like, "I know this is the absolute wrong thing to do, but I'm stubborn enough to do it." And I legitimately sat there for I think it was like one and a half hours as he died repeatedly to the first boss of the DLC. Yeah, like and the he, was bosses, like, he was like getting two shot. 
The bosses are a lot faster than Bloodborne, but you don't have that rally system uh, incorporated in Neo. So it's you it's, have it's to go in system, and you can't gear. fuck up. Yeah, it, it's the rally system is technically there, but it's not it's like a, it's not a core design feature of Neo. It's a skill that's like a stat you can get on armor. So like it, oh. it'll it'll say like on yeah, go, medium go. attack you heal like oh, like medium mm. attack heal or high attack heal or health recovery or on Amrita gain health recovery. So there's there's stuff like that because the gear system in the game functions like fucking Diablo. When enemies die, they just spit out tons of fucking gear, and then you gotta like sift through the garbage to try and min max your set together. So. Uh, I was just looking at prices for Neo 2 because mm. I will be getting it probably over the Christmas break, uh, Neo 2, uh, which reminded me of uh, a little Neo 2 thing. Neo like $75. Yep. Uh, which reminded me of a uh, CD key distributor not liking me personally, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to double check this fuck again. You in particular, it is a very big fuck me in particular because I looked at it and no, still access denied. Uh, G2A has IP banned me, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, that's fucking amazing. I can't. I can't even tell you why. I don't like. Well, I, how what do you look? think? I had a look and some people were saying like, oh, they've been IP banning like hackers and stuff like that or accounts that have been hacked. I'm like, oh, makes sense. People hacking other people's account and then st- like stealing credit cards and doing shit, shady shit on GTA because that's where it is. But if someone was to hack my account, they wouldn't be doing it from my IP. They would be doing it yeah. from their IP, which means... If they were to ban their IP, my IP would be fine. My IP has been banned flat out. I've checked in uh, Opera, Google Chrome, Firefox, Edge Explorer, all come up with, you do not have permission to access G2A.com on the server. Wait, and doesn't I- Opera have a built-in... Um- VPN? Yeah. Or yeah. is that just uh- location, not IP? Uh, well, let's have a look. Let's let's go to a virtual. Oh, my, I can't. Oh, turn on my VPN. Your connection speed might be affected. Yeah, we're in America. Refreshing page. Nope. Whoa! Whoa! What? All right, let's go to Asia. Let's go to Asia. IP's changed. Let's refresh. No, still banned. Huh. Like, I'm on a different IP address, apparently. Let's go to Europe. Uh, Yep. Let's refresh that page. Yep, still... So, what does that mean? If I'm using a VPN and they still won't let me in? I honestly don't know. And I don't know why. The only thing that comes to mind is because one of our previous <laughs> podcast titles 
which if I go to a podcast distributor, I can find that podcast title for you. I'm, I'm probably going to name the podcast title something against G2A as well because I might as well just this fucking... One episode. G- G2A, unban me, you cowards. <laughs> but how do they know what one your account is actually? I don't know. Or is it it because... This is the only thing... This is the only thing I can point to and go, like, with publicly... Yeah, G2A would they be able to know what account you're... I don't know. All I know is the uh, Oz plays SV Cheats, G2A, Dancing and Horse Manure pay by stolen credit cards. So I said, that's what... it's, It's definitely not the answer, but it's the answer I want to believe like that's that's the it's the answer i want to believe is true you formulated your own head cannon for your ban well there's like everyone's saying oh you know if you uh hackers they've been banning like accounts and stuff for hackers and like that stuff but this is not my account this is like straight up like what if i go this is this is going to be the extent of the research. Let's open an incognito window. The thing that's confusing me about that, though, is the fact that, like, how would they find which account is yours through the podcast? Like, did they, like, get your email address or something from the podcast distributor or whatever? Like, or, and then, like, ban the, I, the same I email on know. their service I or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's I either really a don't. random ban or they were so offended with credit cards and horse manure that they're like, fuck this guy. Fuck him to fuck death. this guy in particular. Because yeah, they- I remember checking. I remember checking because I was comparing prices and I'm like, I wonder what G2A is offering for this shit. And uh, I clicked on it and it's like, Sorry, you can't access this. I'm like, all right, I guess there's something fucked up. And I clicked on another link, a different link, and multiple different links, all to G2A. I'm like, all right, what the fuck's going on? Went into a new web browser, different web browser. And I'm like, Alex, can you access G2A? Is it down of some sort? It's like, oh, here's the fucking front page. I'm like, they fucking banned me for some reason. I don't know why, what, or when, but they banned me somewhere along the lines and fucking that's, that's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been focused by a, a fucking large company before. So uh on your G2A for making my shit list. <laughs> guess guess what we're on the list. category guess what category we're gonna be adding to the fucking <laughs> the the Oz Plays Official Game of the Year Awards. Is it worst G2A? <laughs> Worst G2A company to ban Chris. <laughs> and fuck me, man. The uh the nominations are tight this year. Coming at a so staggering many. two G2A and G2A.com. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh Neo Neo's a game where like I enjoy parts of this game, but the sameness of it is it's burning me out quicker than I anticipated where I've gotten halfway through the game and it's just like, damn, damn. I, it's just, it just hurts to keep playing. That's all I've been playing. Like uh, I doubt to cure my, uh, my rut. I downloaded Yakuza Kiwami 2 
So we'll be playing through that a bit. Um, and yeah, other than that, that's been my week. We did finish Life is Strange uh, before the storm. And we still got uh, the bonus episode, but we yeah we still got a bonus episode dude, But we finished the main campaign of Before the Storm. Our objective in that game was to make Chloe Price a good person, and while we succeeded in some parts, the game also goes no. Chloe must be a bad person, and if you've played Life is Strange Before the Storm, then you would know about the whole DA office situation to which that is the most dumbest shit ever and then nothing comes of consequence. In yeah. fact, how the game ends, uh, in which uh, I'm not going to spoil anything just yet because it hasn't been up on the channel, but the game ends, an event happens, and it's like, I wonder how they're going to get out of this one. Like, we yeah. generally don't know what's going to happen. I'll be honest... It almost feels as bad as the ending for um, uh, Zero Escape. Like, it just comes out of nowhere? Yeah, like the result just like seems so un... Like so you're talking about Zero Time Dilemma, which is the third one. Yeah. So like the game was fun, but but I still think the first one's the best one. Yeah. The oh, first yeah. zero time was without fucking, a doubt. First, first one is a fucking masterpiece. Go the second one was good. The second one was definitely good, but it had a bit of weirdness to it. And the third one just sent shit out the fucking window. The so third one was good until the ending. Yeah, the ending. I'm not going to spoil anything on I, the I ending here. I wouldn't even say the third one was good until the ending. I said the third one was passable until yeah, the ending. Third and one, just, it fucking the, the, sucked. The, the, the challenges were great. Like the puzzle rooms were great, but the story just took a dive at points. Yeah. The storytelling as well took a fucking massive dive. So I was like, in, I said, I'm not going to spoil anything, so don't worry. But the first game has a premise of an idea in which once, once like, you like the it's kind of how do I put it? It's, it's kind of like the morphogen, uh, is the, morph- is the, the morphogenetic yeah, field. Morphogenetic is, field, yeah. That's, not, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. So it's like yeah. the how the game does it is the way same thing near near and Dragon Guard do, where they're not endings, they're more of like chapters. So like ending A is chapter one, ending B is chapter two, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Same thing with Zero Time Dilemma series. It essentially you reach an ending and it's just like, oh, so the game's ended. It's like, no, that's actually like a chapter. You have to keep playing through and etc. and explore all these alternative routes to get the full story. So that's why I think like some of the marketing behind that stuff is pretty bad, how it's called endings. And then it determined, like people determine, oh, that's it. That's the end. All right, done, does it. I'm on well, the way. I still think they kind of are endings because the story could end there. It's just that there's the true ending you unlock by like finding, like going, going down. The but upper even ones. then- but like anyone would play the game, they get an ending. So it's like, this is not a spoiler, yeah, but like one of the ending is like, oh, your character gets killed by another character. And it's just like, if someone would go, that fucking sucked and then called it there, then their impression of like, oh, I played this game and it turns out I just died. And that's that ending. It's like, okay. I, mean, I feel but- like the fact that it shows you that you can- <laughs> go through and see like you can go back to previous parts pretty easily so yeah and that's an accessibility thing but 
when it comes down to it, it's like, oh man, like I don't want to explore that shit. Like this is what my ending is. That da, da, da. But I'm getting a bit. Of, I'm getting me off topic. But the ending to the ending to zero zero escape or zero time. No, zero escape. I think it's called zero escape. The first one. I think it is. Uh, if I go zero escape. Uh, the non-airy games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's part of the non-airy games, which I have got full achievements for. Um, the first game, it goes through, it gives you a premise about what's going on. And then when the realization hits, it's like a, oh shit, that's fucking cool. Like a, oh fuck yeah. And then the second one does the same sort of situation, but not as good. And then the third one's just like, it tries to give you a bit of like a, by the way, this was happening the entire time. And it's just so out of nowhere that I don't think, I think it hinders the ending because I don't think it's deserved. I yeah, think it's, it's just like, it didn't work for it. Like it didn't leave anything. It, it, it left one clue. Yeah. One clue in which there was a puzzle which you, where there's that Mexican standoff. Yeah, and you type in a certain name, and then they shoot a certain person, and we're like, "Huh?" Yeah, and the then, only hint that there was something we were missing was the fact that there was a fourth branch, but we had no idea what it could be. There was no hints. It was basically yeah. it almost felt like it expected us to know something that when we found out what it was, we realized we had no way of knowing that because it hid it from us. Yeah, like it intentionally completely obscured it yeah so why i did love the puzzles in zero time dilemma the story just went off the fucking rails and yeah. that's kind of how i felt with um before the storm it's like some story parts are great but then the story just goes we need to fuck we need to fuck up otherwise there's not gonna be much of a story and there's no consequence to that fuck up so like yeah, in the especially in the last chapter. In the in the last chapter, there is a scene where, as I said, we're coming in and we're like, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how they're going to get out of it. And then it literally cuts to a, it fades to black, and then when it comes back, it's like everything's done, everything's fixed itself. And it's like, wait, what? Wait, what? It's like, yeah, and that's it. We literally thought it was a dream sequence. It was that like abrupt and it's like nope that's that's actually what happened and like okay that fucking sucks yeah we but kept okay. ex- expecting her to like the scene to end and then her to wake up and it actually and then would see the events unfold rather than just being like oh no nah, uh, or even just an, a more understandable result mm. instead of fade to black and then everything's fine and then yeah everything's fine it's, it reminds me of fucking Simpsons Poochie. Looks like you've got something to say. Do you? But, yes, my planet needs me and it disappears. And that's it. But honestly, for the majority of the story, we obviously like knew that like not, there wasn't going to be too huge consequences because of the fact that it's a prequel. 
Yes. And that's, and that's like the problem a, with prequels. That's a very, yeah, the problem with prequels is you can't do much in terms of changing the story because it's already set in stone. Like it's we ha- already knew it's that how we- you arrive there, what these prequels are about. It's about getting there, getting, let's vet the journey to the destination rather than the destination itself. Because the destination itself is Chloe's a shit cunt. Yeah, <laughs> like we, we already knew, we obviously knew that Chloe wouldn't, if you obviously were because of what we're saying, you we expect you to have probably already played or know what Life is Strange mm. one is, like the first one is. But obviously, Chloe isn't going to die or go to prison in the prequel because of the fact that she's in the first game. Yeah, mm. and things happen in that game with Chloe. Like Chloe does something where she should s- so incredibly stupid, so mind blowingly stupid. That we're like, what the fuck's gonna happen from here? And literally, there is Nothing. no consequence. There's no yeah. like, like it just like she does something so incredibly stupid, and then it is never mentioned or dealt with ever again. There are no consequences for her actions, which puts Chloe in the category of a Mary Sue. Mm. Because also, I she, just realized one thing she that commits happens- a felony offense, like a felony federal offense. And it's just immediately just brushed over and ignored. Like, it's not answered. It's not rectified. It's it literally nothing. It's forgotten about. As soon as it's done, it's immediately forgotten about. It's, it's a damn fucking shame. Like, there is some good parts in that game. I will give it that. There are some definitely good parts in there, which we enjoy. The Backtalk minigames were kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Backtalk minigames. Um, so you, it was kind of disappointing. We, we only can- got one in the third chapter i think the third episode yeah there was only one which we won we won yeah. that one uh and then there goes off rails in the part two and all that stuff but no, 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 let's not mention that let's not talk about that um but yes uh it i'm in two minds about that game because one i do think we made chloe a better person as a whole um but then i'm not sure that's points, too hard the game it is a difficult challenge to make Chloe a good person. But oh, yeah, the but game, the bar is low. Yeah. Well, that, that makes it harder. The fact that the bar is to make her a good person is low, but you have to work harder to get that bar up. But when it yeah, comes fucking, down to it, the story the, the, is working the bar against is us. fucking subterranean because whenever we have the opportunity to sort of bend Chloe to being a nice person, like this the game and the developers in the story just immediately take the wheel from us and go no no, no chloe's a shit person it's like oh it's fucking so much as texting her mom like hey mom i'm fine i love you no she never does that chloe never fucking does that chloe's mom yeah. blowing up her phone like hey there's a wildfire going on fucking are you okay i'm worried about you yeah. please talk Speaking to me the and she's like i'm fine bye i'm fine bye yeah, that's speak it. of the wildfire it's like, fuck's I sake. kind of just realized that it almost feels like they just put that in there to equate it to the storm in the main game. Yeah. Like something in the background that's this big dangerous threat, but it doesn't actually matter. It doesn't. It, 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 uh, the massive fire that happens is consequence of one action and never, ever again. Yeah, it's, it's like never a even determining direct, factor ever, of anything yeah, It's never in the game. directly addressed again. Like... Yeah, it's like, oh, there's firefighters in a hospital. At least in the main they're not, game, they're not, they- they're not like admitted. They're just sitting in the hospital taking a break. And like, yeah. that's it. At least in the main game, it was brought up again about how, like, towards, at least, even if it was just towards the end, like, hey, 
This is caused by us. Mm. So, yeah, uh, the life is strange before the storm. Uh, soundtrack's fucking amazing. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Daughter. Daughter did absolute wonders for the soundtrack. I think for this game, it's um, a very like if they if all their songs are like that, it makes sense they were brought on for it because that sound is very dude, good was, for that kind of game. I, I, God, I believe her name is Eleanor. Um, daughter band. Um, anything. Uh, Eleanor Tonra, yes. Anything Eleanor Tonra touches, I think, is fantastic. She has like a uh, second group called X Re, or like um, like an email. So like X Re, uh, what's the fucking Re stand for again? It's um, reach oh. for the moon. Engine? No, no, no. Re is in like when an email reply. No, it's. Oh, literally in my head just before. But uh, if I go X to re, because I only know how to flail. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Fucking bump my microphone there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's uh, like anything Eleanor touches is fucking great. She has that whole... Uh, regarding okay ex dot re root means regarding x so she made like a whole album which is basically like a breakup album and it's so sad but it sounds so good like she uses a whole bunch of like orchestral stuff in her music and, I f- mm. and it's fucking lovely and then you got groups like uh, Coda on the album like I got Before the Storm Purely because, like, some of the songs of the album came onto my Spotify list. Yeah, I'm like, mm. fuck, all right, I'll get it. I guess I'll check this game out. Uh, so, yes, that's uh, before so I'm still going up on the channel. Uh, I can't wait till I see my favorite scene in the game again. I can't wait. I, I, I get it. I, my, there's a warm feeling in my heart every single time that scene with Victoria at the play happens. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> It was just so like jank and bad and oh, an absolute belly aching laugh. Uh, so yeah, I've been no going one, up on a channel. No one rushes to help her. Not just that, just how she passes out. <laughs> they don't even. Then, not, they, don't they don't only don't not rush yet. to help her. They don't even. Yeah. No, because no, she she goes, and then like the, the the fucking the producer of the show is like. Ah, touche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking great, but yes. Um, so that's going up on the channel, which is Oz Plays on YouTube. Check that shit out. Um, I am also going to have a look at, so I said I was going to look at Yakuza Kwame 2. I'm also having a look at Battle Sector. We'll have a Battle Sector since that's on uh, the game Xbox Game Pass. So... Mm. <clears throat> Hopefully. We just speed that. We just speed it. Yes, we did. But yeah. the full game is on Game Pass. Did so they add any more any more races, or is it still just Tyranids and? I think they are still are going to be. They're planning on adding the Sisters of Battle. I don't know if they've added it yet. Oh, come uh, on, hurry up and add the Imperial oh, Guard. Oh shit, son! Well, Total Warhammer Free is coming to get Xbox Game Pass 
the day it comes out. Uh, I've already pre-ordered it. Which so, means I get access to the Ogre Kingdom, suck my dick. Oh, it just crashed on me, okay. Well, fantastic. No, it just <laughs> rebooted. Thank Wait, you, Xbox. To- Xbox oh. Game Pass. I was having a look at this stuff because they added a few games recently, uh, huh. which was... Yeah, so... For, they added uh, Final Fantasy thirteen two for some reason. No one wants to play that. Yeah, but uh, I'll back up to the total Warhammer 3. Um, you only get to play as the Ogre Kingdoms if you pre-order the game. Oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, it, oh, they get to play as the Ogre Kingdoms for like the first, I think like two or three months. And then they go oh, uh, available different. for purchase for everyone else. Because okay, they're the early different. adopter race. But yeah, so for the first two or three months, only people who pre-order the game can play as the Ogre Kingdoms. And so- <laughs> Xbox Game Pass, you cannot pre-order the game because you don't technically own jack shit. So you, you can't play as the Ogre Kingdoms. Uh, Warhammer 3. Um, the Ogre Kingdom roster reveal. Uh, I don't care for the wiki. Yeah, it's Greasus Goldtooth and uh, another ogre as the two legendary lords. And there's nothing about like pre-order bonuses or purchase. Um, purchases. Let's go purchase. No, not that one. Uh, it's completely free for anyone who pre-orders the game within the first week of launch or purchase it within the first week of oh, launch. Per- yeah, well, you're not purchasing the game with the Xbox Game Pass either. So right, you don't so get it. Goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's Greasus Goldtooth and Scrag the Slaughterer. Uh, was it a post game will allow uh, at post launch update will allow anyone who owns all three games to connect them in one huge campaign depending on how launch goes so yeah it's the not- mortal empires or ha! the soon to be guinness book of world record largest as RTS announced game on Thursday, the, the game will be available day one. Xbox Game Pass for PC and will gain the past DLCs and current DLCs so apparently Game Pass is getting, if you get it within the first week, the O Kingdom. Okay, so that's, yeah, but do you have Mortal Empires? I don't know. Then fucking what's the point? What do you mean, what's the point? We don't know. <laughs> I got the feeling we like, would. Have they announced that Total Warhammer 2 and 1 are part of the Xbox Game Pass? No, they just said that depending on the launch, they're going to be doing the total the Mortal Empire stuff. So I'm guessing oh, okay. if they are putting it on Game Pass, they would find some way of working that in. They, if they, they would definitely have to because it's, if they didn't, yeah. then that would be very detrimental to Game Pass users. Yeah, because unless you like want to try it, then yeah, it's fine. But if you were to get it and you can't use your previous two campaigns and that's kind of going to suck. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's not really the previous two campaigns. It's like the Mortal Empires is its own campaign Mm. where, yeah, so you wouldn't have access to the Mortal Empires campaign map or any of the races from the first and second game, which is a a very large chunk of the races because so far in in number three, we only know about uh, Cathay... Kislev, the Chaos Gods, and the Ogre Kingdoms. And that's it so far. 
Okay, they just found something interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not related to Warhammer, so... Uh, Moving on. If you want to finish your Warhammer speech. No, I'm done with the Warhammer speech. Um, you know how Respawn are taking Titanfall off of sale because of the D- massive DDoS attack, that DDoS attack, which is still happening? Yep. Uh, they will be keeping the servers, servers online still. So you can't buy the game, but if you have the game, they'll keep the servers online. So you can still play it. That's odd, but nice of them. I, well, you can't play it because of the DDoS attack. But, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> but I've, I'm guessing they're hoping that if we take it off sale, they'll stop the DDoS and then people can still play it, maybe? Maybe. I'm not too sure, but that I thought, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, all righty, so yeah, we can... Uh, Move right into the main aspect. An hour of- and fifteen minutes into the podcast, and we're finally getting to the meat and potatoes of everything. <laughs> meat and potatoes, what you've all been waiting for for the past twenty minutes. Uh, our talk an hour and fifteen missing. Twenty minutes. <laughs> it's going to be our talk on the game awards, our predictions, and all that sort of shit, and what we feel deserves what. Because uh, we're very opinionated here at Oz Plays. Uh, very opinionated kind of, uh- indeed. Kind of what we built the channel around is three opinionated Australian guys, and then now I joined. we have four for now. Yeah. Well, now we have four, and then we, and have, we have four opinions. Yeah, and then it'll return to four whenever Jaden returns from the land of maple syrup shortage. I think a moose will kill him. Yeah, <laughs> like he's gonna. He's he's been tempted. He's he ha- needs to be sated with moose blood. Mm. The he's gonna boys. he's gonna give an offering to the Australian gods. He goes, I will. I why, have why else would you go to Canada? Yeah. <laughs> Death by moose. You're not gonna. You're not gonna fucking try and kill a moose there. Um, you, gotta, you gotta kill a moose underwater. Yeah, it's national pastime. We've got hockey. We've got syrup and killing meese. <laughs> um, so uh, the game awards are going to be happening in the next couple of days. Oh, well, next couple. Yeah, it's going to happen in the next couple of days. So by the time this podcast goes out, they probably would have already happened. Nah, you better upload your shit in time so I can <laughs> get this done. Fucking- <laughs> so uh yeah so we're gonna be making some predictions here on uh, the 8th of december at eleven fifteen p.m uh australian central standard time so fuck you uh, uh so basically we're going to be talking about the categories the nominations and what we think will win and what we want to win mm. so um, so what we're going to predict is everyone else's right, we're going to talk about making the categories the that options. matter and yeah. when I say that, I mean so like if, the if esports here, shit. Yeah, this is fucking. So if you're no. here for your fucking most influential VTuber, you can go ahead and fuck off. We're or the, not, or the, not mo- or about the best esports coach. Like what the fuck? fuck like that. who cares? Yeah. Like I'm not sitting here frothing at the mouth like a mutt dog for fucking whoever's like managing Phase Clan on Call of Duty. No. Yeah, who gives a shit about them? It took a couple of brain cells to remember the fact that phase claims a thing. So um, I, just, I default to Fnatic whenever I want to talk shit about esports. It's like, oh, oh Fnatic did something. I They're coming out swinging with the fucking categories. First oh, category, game of the year. Ooh. Recognized as a game that develops the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Mm-hmm. So we have yep. six nominations. Okay. First one being Deathloop by Arcane Studios. It Takes Two by Hazelight Studios. 
Metroid Dead by Mercury Stream and Nintendo, Psychonauts 2 by Double Fine, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Insomniac, and Resident Evil Village by Capcom. Right, so we've got two correct nominees, which is uh, Resident Evil Village and Ratchet and Clank, and the literal bottom of the barrel shit for everything else. Oh, Dread's not bad. I'm talking about It Takes Two. This game looks fucking horrible. It's it's a it's done by the same people who did that um that two player co op jailbreak game. Yeah, see that one was oh, kind of interesting because um, it's it's a two player co op jailbreak. This is like two. This is like fucking what's it called? Sock boy and sack. It's about divorce. Yeah, no, it's a, I know it's about divorce. <laughs> you mean but a way out? This whole Kenny is that the one you were talking about? Yes. Yeah. This this whole game looks like Little Big Planet vomited on top of divorce proceedings. Yeah, but is it good though? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> That's I don't the thing. know. I can't, I can't judge I've because seen, I haven't seen. Everything I've seen is just fucking boring. It's go here, do puzzle. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like most games, but uh, so let's think of what we want to win. Reasonable village. So, yeah, yep. village for me. Village. Now let's go on who we think would actually win. Uh, probably double fine. Whether I they put think, out Psychonauts. Yeah. I think Ratchet and Clank would win. I feel like one of those Maybe. two. Like, I'm because honestly Ratchet not too Clank- I don't. I don't think Deathloop or It Takes Two will win. Mm. The other three I can, I can all see kind of winning because of the fact that they, like, from what I've heard, previous entry like previous entries in the series and stuff have been fairly popular, so I could feel I could see them getting some of the like a lot of attention because of that. So as I said, I think Ratchet and Clank would win because I've heard a lot of good things about the gameplay and the story. Uh and it I feel Ratchet and Clank is a lot more popular in the village, I think. That being said, Ratchet and Clank is only on the PS5. So if you you, you need a PS5, mm. but this is this is not a popularity contest. This is like judges for people who've actually played the game. So I feel so that's what we need when we think about this part of the discussion. I feel like that's what we need to focus on. It's like right. it's not about availability. We have to assume that the people who are voting on this have actually played the game and experienced the game. So I feel like in that case, Ratchet and Clank would win the Game of the Year award, but I hope Resident Evil wins. Mm. When you put it that way, I think I can agree with that, honestly. Mm. <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, I, 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 see, I definitely see Ratchet and Clank, but I think the game industry is going to try and recoup some credibility because as we all know game industry has no fucking credibility at the moment it's it's it fucking it's a cesspool of shit thanks activision Bobby. i feel if metro if metroid dread won that'd be a fucking cop out like oh, it would- is a good game but because it's a game by nintendo people are like jerking off as if it's the next coming of jesus yeah well that's nintendo fans like nintendo- that's what i'm saying Nintendo like, mails Nintendo them a turd and they're no like, wrong. yeah, Nintendo mails them a fucking turd and they're just like, oh, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It runs at six FPS, but I love it. I love it. How the six FPS hurts my eyes. Uh, so I love playing on an inferior console that was not designed for anything other than just 
you know, a, a Game Boy. It's a fucking Game Boy. The Nintendo Switch is a Game Boy. But it's, like emula- it's an emulator powerhouse. To make a That's real fucking console, Nintendo, for fuck's sake. I did. And guess what happened? It was a failure. It was a failure. So now they make gimmicky consoles. And look, Nintendo legitimately said, like, fucking, we we can make anything and our fans are so stupid they will buy it. Someone else in the boardroom was like, I, I take that bet. And they came I out with cardboard Nintendo assembly shit. Nintendo came out and said that. I don't think Nintendo came out and said, well, you're came out so it. stupid. You'd, you'd buy it. If we gave a rock electricity, you'd buy it. <laughs> Explain, explain the fucking Habo Lab shit, Labo Habo, whatever the fuck that it is. Failed. Yeah, but they, the people bought it because it's a new concept. It's like I do, I do not condemn like Nintendo in any way, shape, or form for going out and trying new shit. Like, like that's what creates innovation. If they come out and say, like, "Well, that shit failed," then we know why it failed. But they can't. But if no one comes out and makes Labo, then we're not gonna have a fucking. I, don't I, know. I could have told you that cardboard was going to fail. <laughs> Anyone with but half a brain cell, you could, gotta think could past have told the cardboard. You, you need to think. Then why didn't you cardboard was piano? I, I don't fucking care if the cardboard was piano. It's fucking cardboard. What if Nintendo the cardboard piano are children? Nintendo fans aren't children. They may have the brains of children, but they're not children. They're fucking 30 to 40-year-old, overweight, fucking multicolor-haired people who live in a polyamorous... I'm losing per- people very loosely here. Alex is just trying to offend here, as many a- people as possible. I'm going for a record. They live in a polyamorous <laughs> relationship here he with, notes. like... <laughs> Fuck, he's offending too fast. <laughs> You can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, they're all fucking weirdos. They're all weirdos who sit around all day moderating Reddit and call- getting triggered on Twitter. That's all they are. All That's right. all Nintendo fans are. <laughs> okay, I understand that. You're a Nintendo fans, your average Smash player. Got it. Got yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so category two uh, is the best game direction awarded for the outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So we have five nominations for this one. Okay. Uh, Death Loop by Kane Studios again. Mm-hmm. It takes two by Hayes Light Studios again. Four out of five Returnal, are from the previous one. Uh, House Mark. Hmm? Four out of five of this category are from the previous uh, the one. Same, yeah. Returnal uh, by House Marquee, I believe it's pronounced. Or uh, Sony Interactive Europe. Psychonauts two by Double Fine and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Now, I'm giving it to Returnal because that's the only one that fits. The- oh no! What? 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 Oh no! Oh, cool, cool. All right, yeah, yeah. I, I heard you speak, and then you cut out for me, and I thought we intended DC. <laughs> and can you just wow, like cut that. out for me? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that timing was perfect. Oh, my internet is constantly dropping out. So I'm going to be doing some, like, hot fixes while talking to Aussie Broadband because they're fucking... Internet is dropping out me constantly and it's pissing me off. Fun. So we were talking about uh, best direction. Yeah. To which mm-hmm. uh, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts, and Ratchet and Clank. Um, I do like what Returnal did. Um, I saw so I voted for Returnal. Would you like to be a bit more um, specific un- about what you mean so- what they did, about what they did? So Returnal is a roguelite third-person shooter set in like an eldritch horror 
uh, sort of situation. It seems to be like alien planet and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck me. So uh, it's from what I've seen, it looks great, but design-wise, like they kind of dropped the ball upon release and it got to the point where only just recently have they, ent- have they added a suspend mode where you can like checkpoint your run and then play something else and then come back to your run Ah, uh, before mm-hmm. you just have to suspend your thing. And if you want to play another game, then you lose your run sort of situation. Ah. Uh, so what game would we like to win in the uh, best game direction? I'm honestly, Returnal. I'm honestly a bit unsure. Like, yeah, Returnal looks good. Honestly, haven't seen much about any of the others, honestly. Like, I'm a big fan of Arcane, but I haven't actually gotten around to playing Deathloop because I heard not great things about it at launch, so I've been waiting for it to go on sale, and I think I missed one. Because, yeah, I heard a lot of good things about Deathloop, but I haven't played it. Um, And Ratchet and Clank, like, Rift Apart, they just went... By the way, we we've got an SSD now, and that's it. <laughs> like we're utilizing an SSD, which is yeah, you use like new hardware, but that's it. That's the gimmick. So, what do we? So I said Returnal. Alex said Returnal. What did you say, Josh? Uh, I think I might just go for Returnal, just because, as you said, it does look really good and it seems interesting. I. I just upon looked- release, like it did have a lot of mishaps, but from what I hear, a lot of it's been fixed now. Mm. It does suck. It's a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yeah. Because I would play the shit out of it if it was. I'm a big fan of Eldritch Horror shit. And I heard some story beats in the game were fantastic. Right. But I haven't been able to play it because I haven't got a PS5, nor can I afford one because it's a fucking scalper's market out there. Mm. So now. What game do you think would win best game direction? Is the I, Nintendo game part of this one? Nope. No, it's Deathloop. I, I it feel takes two. Deathloop would Which, win this game yeah. direction one. I, I feel like Deathloop is uh, the popular choice at the moment. So yeah. it's the one that's probably going to win. I'm honestly not you, too sure, but I can't. Like I kind of hope it does just because, as I've said before, I do like Arcane. I really like Dishonored. I really liked... So it's previous stuff, so I kind of hope Arcane gets it, but I'm not too sure about... Like, I haven't really seen much or played any of these games, so I can't really say from experience or seeing from it. Mm. All right. <clears throat> so we'll move on to the next one, which is uh, best narrative for outstanding <laughs> storytelling and narrative development in a game. Uh, we have Deathloop once again, Arcane Studios. It Takes yeah. Two by Hazelite Studios. Life is Strange True Colors by Deck Nine Square Enix. Uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy by Idols Montreal and Square Enix. And Psychonauts 2 by Double Fine. I think <clears throat> now the game I want, I picked, and the game I want to win is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I have not played it, but I have like watched the whole story thing behind it. And it's actually fairly decent. Like it looks fun, and it and the story is. We've got to move on from this fairly... one quick because Alex might get upset. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Marvel's Galaxy is my pick. What about you guys? What is your pick for best narrative? 
I'm honestly not too sure because I haven't seen much of the narrative for most of these. I intentionally stayed away from Deathloop because I want to play it eventually. <clears throat> now, from the narrative I've seen of Deathloop, it's pretty. From what I understand standard. of the story, it doesn't seem like it would be that like. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, the story doesn't really seem that fantastic. Yeah, I'm honestly not too sure which one I want to win for this one because honestly I'm and based on what I've heard of the story I'm not too sure Deathloop deserves to win so mm. so the one that- we all know Alex would pick Life is Strange through Colors so we didn't need to actually, worry about that actually no I, I fucking I don't know any of the stories about them and I think with what we've seen from Life is Strange before the storm, I definitely would not pick True Colors. Yeah, I know. Absolutely That's not. the joke, Alex. I know. You would not pick it, and thus we picked it for you. <laughs> uh, so what game do we think would Life win Strange, Best Narrative? <laughs> I think Marvel's Guardians would win Marvel's Best Narrative. Marvel's a popular choice. So it's, I don't, know. I think, no, I don't think it's it. a popular choice. I think it's like an actual decent I, choice. I definitely think like it's, it's between a- the two of them, though. Yeah, Maybe. Deathloop might also stand a pretty decent chance. No. From best, no, best no, narrative, from what Why I've the heard, fuck was it even sure. nominated then? I don't know. Why the fuck was it? It takes two narrative, like, fucking best narrative. It's about divorce. I don't know, it's maybe a it kid's tells game a good about divorce. 2021's been a pretty slow year for games, eh? Hey? It has. Have you seen this lineup? It's been fucking slow. All right, next category. Best art direction. <laughs> best art direction. Uh, for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design animation. It's not. It takes two. It's not even there. It's not even here. We oh, have The Artful Escape right. by Beethoven, Beethoven and Dinosaur. Deathloop by Arcane Studios. Kena Bridge of Spirits by Ember Lab. Psychonauts 2 by Double Fine. And Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Insomniac Games. I went straight for Kena Bridge of Spirits from what because I, from what it I remember looks seeing fantastic. That, yeah, that looks really pretty. Because it's made by a animation studio. Oh. What is? Kenneth's uh, Bridge of Spirits. Yes. Yeah, that one was made by an animation studio. It looks very pretty. So, I think this one Concerned about gameplay, though. No, this is art direction. Yeah, I know, but I'm concerned about the gameplay. Yeah, art direction. This category is for art direction, Alex. It's not about gameplay. I think- not only can it can a bridge of spirits is my pick. I think it's a surefire like hit to win this uh, category. Uh, like, I kind of like the look of the artful escape. Yeah, but in comparison to Kenna Bridge's spirits, there's like it's a slaughter. Like yeah, but if we have Kenna to doesn't pick- win. There is no justice in the world. Yeah, but we have to pick the artful escape. Why? No, we don't. Because it's developed here in Australia, baby. Loyalty means nothing. Pick a top tier. Yeah, loyalty <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> All right, if we're picking top tiers, Canterbury Spirits. Yeah, I'm glad I you feel, picked I up. feel I feel so sorry though because the Artful Escape does look very very pretty. Well, what about the best score and music? Outstanding music, inclusive score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. Uh, we have the Artful Escape, uh, Johnny Galvatron. Oh, and Josh Abrams, the composers, Cyberpunk 2077, Marcin, <laughs> that's a fucking name. I don't, that's definitely not English. In fact, I think that someone just threw a keyboard down a flight of stairs. Um, <laughs> I see you've yeah. discovered the Polish language. <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck that is. Um, Deathloop, 
Tom Salter, Martin's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Richard Jackie, and Near Replicant. Okay, straight away. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy does not count because ninety percent of it is licensed music. It's that's that's what it says. Uh, for inclusive of score, original songs, and or licensed soundtrack. It's fucking it, why licensed soundtrack? That's li- that doesn't fucking count. That's not fair. That's a hundred percent not fair. Well, it's it's in like, the category, oh, baby. Fucking Adele sings this. All right, well, fucking, we'll just put it in the game. Ha ha. Take that, you fucking. Yeah, but they're much better singers than Alex. And they're all in the American. Well, Alex, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily. Just because they have someone famous doesn't mean the song would fit into the thing, so they that might disqualify them. Nobody would do that. Well, it's it's fucking. If they have any self-respect, Guardians they the wouldn't galaxy. just put in a song okay, for the sake one, of having a song. One, it's Marvel. In. Two, it's Disney. So self-respect's not a thing. And three, it's Guardians of the fucking Galaxy, where they've made an entire point of having ninety percent of their soundtrack composed of nostalgia to yeah, try and you know, blind people to the fact that the Guardians not, of the Galaxy is a blind people, but like concept. that. That's always been their f- like their shtick, almost. Yeah. Oh, look, this song from the 70s. You remember it? Fucking 30-year-old right, overweight right. man in his mother's so, basement. Who do, who do we want to win in this category? I said Nier because that soundtrack is fucking fantastic. I want to see not too and it's sure. Even, it even has plays some 4D chess bullshit by going, all right, what language do we think would be used in the future? That's why, like, most of the songs were recorded with, like, in the Gaelic language, because that's Ooh. what they thought, like, the language would sound like in the future. So, that's like, pretty cool. Kanye's Kanye's salu- uh, salvation completely in Gaelic, and it sounds fucking phenomenal. And it's just, oh man, that entire soundtrack, top to bottom, is just fucking fantastic. Like, I, I. As soon as I saw Near Replicant, it was just like I, I couldn't even see the other contestants. It's just like, oh, okay, what are the nominees for this category? Just Near Replicant. Yeah, I understand. Yes, Judge, that's the one. That's the one who touched me with their music. <laughs> so now oh, well, who if do you're you think will win? For them, if you're vouching for them that good, I also want Near Replicant to win. Who's going to win? Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> because <laughs> fucking licensed soundtrack and people fucking only ever prove yet again why they don't deserve to have an opinion. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we feel like Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is going to win, but I really want Near Replicant to win. What about you, Josh? I think I'm in agreement, honestly. Yeah, like, that's fair enough. I, I haven't gotten around to actually playing near replicant yet but from what i've Do, it's seen great. of the previous like well actually i guess it's the because it's a remake i guess this well i still haven't played near replicant but i beat the original near right well it, and that's where my memories it come the from original it's just a remake of the original yes yes this is just a remake of the original the japanese only release though because there's two mm. releases the western release which is papa near and the japanese release which is brother near okay so Next category, we have the best audio design, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. So this is basically like atmosphere and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Deathloop by Arcane Studios, Forza Horizon 5 by Playground Games, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Insomniac, Resident Evil Village by Capcom, and Returnal by Housemarquee. Um, I okay, voted so for- straight away, it's... 
cap it's Resident Evil and Returnal because both of them look like the, the Resident Evil is an atmospheric horror game, so sound yes. design like needs to be on point. Yes, that's why uh, I Returnal for Resident Evil. looks like it's an atm- looks like, like atmosphere is a big part of the game as well. So sound design would also have to be on point. Mm. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, eh, doesn't really matter. Like me- it's metal and fucking wood. Well, Ratchet and Clank each other. is a lot of big set pieces, so audio design yeah. is like essential. So. I think Resident Evil should win, but I know Ratchet and Clank will win. Yeah, I I feel like Resident Evil should win. Ratch, I predict Ratchet and Clank is going to win. What about you, Josh? I can't think of any arguments. Like I hope Resident <laughs> Evil wins. I think it could win, but I'm not sure if it will. Yeah, I it think better. Resident Evil definitely has a good shot, but I think Ratchet and Clank will win. All right, that was a quick one. Uh, best performance. Uh, awarded to the individual for voice over acting, motion, and performance capture. We have Erica Mori, who plays Alex Chen in Life of Strange True Colors. Uh, I haven't Gian- played that. Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo, the main bad guy in Far Cry 6. Mm-hmm. We have Jason Kelly as Colt Vaughn, the main character in Deathloop. We have Maggie Robertson. Uh, as Lady Dimitrescu in Resident Evil Village and Ozoyuma Aki Akaga as Julian Blake in Deathloop. Um, these aren't network dropouts, but local dropouts. We might, in fact, oh my God, apparently my rat, wait, what? Uh, so uh, I voted for Lady Dimitrescu because that's I'm a doing fucking the same. great acting and a very I'm big performance. Uh, I think she would win as well. Single-handedly yeah. dominated the internet for like three months. Is that the... Uh, well, I guess it could be somewhat to do with the voice acting, but I don't think that's the it main would, it reason. Would have to, it, I'm pretty okay. sure the seductive big vampire lady voice ticked a few boxes. T- it, it ticked a few more boxes than just big vampire lady. I suppose. Ticked. Hmm. But no, like the performance is very boisterous and very like like it is, it is a grand performance yep. it's very active very uh i wouldn't say like so much emotional honest- energetic lady dimitrescu honestly sounds like her emotions sound so real in the performance of the, in the game yeah like there, mm. there's a solid performance behind her rather than fucking jason kelly who just screams fuck a lot <laughs> I, that's not his fault. That's the fault of the writer being thirteen. Okay, so I think apparently, uh, Aussie Broadband want me to set my modem, so I'll do that after. <laughs> um, Since it came up, though, I can't like. I know they're not like the best games in the world, but I kind of look forward to playing Far Cry Six at some point. I, I I think I just enjoy them because I like games that give you the option of stealth. Like you, can- you mean the cop-out? Oh, well, I thought you were talking about the cop-out ending. Oh, like you, oh, cop-out you mean, ending? I think he means how you can, like, fit, beat the game at the very beginning by just, like, waiting or something. Oh. No, that's an yeah. Easter egg. That's not a cop-out ending. That's an Easter I, egg. I count as an official ending, though, for the achievements. Yeah, but it's not, yeah. like, the intended ending. It's basically yeah. like, oh, it's, well, uh, we did this. It's, it's like ending, I think it's like Neo Automata. It's like ending G if you commit Actually, suicide with I think, 2B. It's like you've got ending G. I think, in, um, I think it was Far Cry 4. 
it did actually apparently yeah, that's it actually could have might have been the true ending of that one. Oh, okay. I'm not too sure that's though, weird. but uh, like it was Far Cry Far Cry Four was the one where like you had to, you beat the ending by just sitting at the table for 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He yeah, sat at the table that, yeah. and he came back and goes, oh, you're still here. Great. Let's have fun. And then yeah, let, go and let's actually go have fun. Let's put your mother's ashes over yeah. at the, where she wanted. Mm. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on. Yep. Uh, we've got games for impact, a thought-provoking game with pro-social meaning or message. I've literally only heard uh, of one of these. Life is Strange I've is going to win. only heard of one of them. I've and like, oh, I've heard of two of them, but I only know of one of them. Is and Life is Strange is, nominated? Yes. Yeah, so Life is so Strange is going to We have win. Before Your Eyes, Goodbye World Games, Boyfriend Dungeon by Kit Fox Games, Chikori, A Colorful Tale by Greg Lobano, Alex Dean Jones, Leanne Rain, Madeline Rainer, Shell in the Pit, Finji in fucking Dream Doc Distance, uh, Life is Strange True Colors by Deck Nine, and No Longer Home by Humble Grove, Hannah Lee, Cell David, Andriana Lombardo, The Raspberry Dream, Dream Not Distance, so 352 over 41 a studio, Days. Studio, or is that someone's name? Because that sounds like such a hippie name, Humble that Grove. Is, um, Humble Grove sounds like, yeah, a studio. <clears throat> like, I'm honest, but they I got all the names after as well. Yeah. That, that's why I'm like, is that, a, is that just like a super hippie parent name or. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, no offense yes, if I, to them, but it's just like, what? Nah, full offense. Fuck them. Fuck them. You, your parents should have named you better. <laughs> Sign this form. Uh, um, I'm voting for Life is Strange just because it's the only one I've really heard of. And I wait for Boyfriend Dungeon. Oh? Any particular uh, reason? Because, well, I vote for Boyfriend because it's the one I know of. And it is, like, from what I remember, it does talk a lot about, like, the LGBTQ issues in the game. And it deals with it in a much better manner than most other games have done. Um, you mean just throwing them in there for brownie points and then forgetting they exist? Yeah, that's what the most yep. people do. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen... The game's the impact of Life is Strange True Colors. Uh, I, I'm guessing she's lesbian. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> really <laughs> in a way. Wait, am I being serious? Is she really, really lesbian? I don't know, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if she was. Yeah. All right. Well, I think Boyfriend Dungeon, that's my pick, but I do feel any one of the others could win because I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. So... What are your thoughts? I'm voting for Life is Strange because it's the only one that I've heard of and seen stuff about. But I honestly have no idea which one could win. I I think Life is Strange is going to win. And I I don't really care about any of the others. <laughs> I, they, none I, of them I think have Life is Strange could win just because of the fact that I think it would be more easily heard of because it's in a series. Bigger. Yeah. Square Enix. That too. All yeah. right, so moving on to the next category, the best ongoing game, award for the game for outstanding development, ongoing content, and Final involves Fantasy the players. Moving on. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> I, need you, I need to give you time so you can be like, oh, okay, that's funny, Final Fantasy Online. Um, <laughs> so we have Apex Legends by Respawn, uh, Fortnite by Epic Games, Genshin Impact by Mahoyo, and Call of Duty Warzone by Infinity Ward. So Final Fantasy 14 and Final Fantasy 14. 
Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen yeah. is it's an easy fuck it. If if it doesn't, yeah. then then there's really no justice in the world. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm actually going through and voting as we're doing this. So I've already got my votes placed. Um, best indie game for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. We have fuck off. 12 what? minutes? Did they actually... Did anyone even play 12 minutes? I saw some VTubers played, played, played it a bit. Because, because if they did, then it wouldn't fucking be here. That game's god-awful. Well, uh, it's been a slow year. Yeah, Death's Door by Acid Nerve. Inscription by Daniel Mullins Games and Devolver Digital. Kenya Bridge of Spirits and by Ember Lab and Loop Hero by Four Quarters. I voted for Inscription because... Uh, one, it's a it's a fucking grand new take on the horror genre, a fucking deck building game in horror, and done well. Fuck, okay, that I might need to um, look into. Then I've I literally hadn't heard it, it before. It is a horror game around deck building, and there was a what was in, what was the game? I remember playing this a long time ago because there was a uh a YouTuber. Uh, I think his name's Ragnar Fox. Ragnar. Okay, just the pictures on Steam of it look pretty cool. No, Ragnar Rocks. Ragnar Rocks did a video on uh, the game Inscription was based on. He did a... Uh, so basically, Inscription was like a little uh, Inscription... Uh, game before I was gonna write game before. Also, that uh, that explains a lot. I just decided to to look, like double check because I could have sworn I saw Kenya Bridge of Spirits was coming to Windows, and it, uh, it looks like it's an Epic Store exclusive. Yeah, what a surprise! Um, yeah, it's annoying. But there was a uh, oh, fucking. I'm trying to remember the name of the game Inscription because Inscription was like a little game where you basically, it was, I can't find the name for it, but there was a game Inscription is based on. Inscription is like the final product, but it essentially is like a level of you got to basically play a deck cards against like some menacing motherfucker across from the thing. It was just legitimately creepy. And legitimately yeah, well I, done. I saw a lot of I saw a lot of uh, gameplay videos of that. I didn't see any videos, but just looking it up on Steam quickly, it looks pretty nice. I don't, it's not Odyssey. I'd say can you can I bridge the spirits? It's made with an animation studio instead of a game studio, which is pretty out of the ordinary for a game. But yes, oh, I feel I just like noticed I've got that, a- that three of the options on here like have Devolver, or at least, well, two are Devolver, one is Devolver Digital as their producer or whatever, or publisher. I mean. Mm. Hold up, is this here, here? Games from the Underground? Is that what I'm looking at? Uh, because, yeah, Ragnaroks did a video involving that game. That's not what I want. No, 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 oh, no, no, I found some news. Some news just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ubisoft starts selling NFTs in the form of helmets with tiny numbers. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was that much of a news. Here it is. Alternative horror. Uh, 
Don't play audio, please. Oh, you played audio, didn't you? Uh, Sacrifices Must Be Made was the name of the original game. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it was actually like, it was just like basically what one level of inscription is. Um, but yes, it's called Sacrifices Must Be Made and it was like really good. Um, but yes, uh, that's why I vote for inscription because inscription is basically a much better version of that. Uh, where are we at here? Alrighty. So I vote for inscription. I feel Kenna or inscription will win. Yeah, I'm kind of, yep. after looking up some stuff about it, I'm kind of torn bet- between them, but I voted for Kena just because I really like the look of it. Yeah. Makes voted sense. for Kena as well. I hope it wins. Uh, next category. Oh, best do we mobile have to? game. Does it matter? Do we want to do best mobile game? Yeah, might as well. It's still technically a game. All right. So best mobile game for the best game playable on a mobile device. Uh, Fantasian by Miss Walker. Genshin Impact by Mahoyo, League of Legends Wild Rift by Riot Games, Marvel Future Revolution by Net Marble, and Pokemon Unite by Timmy Studio Group and the Pokemon Company. I voted for Genshin Impact because I know it's something at least. League of Legends Wild Rift is definitely gonna win, though. Yeah, I'd I'd throw my I'd throw my coins the same. Vote for Genshin. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, vote for Genshin gonna because of the fact fucking that like, Arcane came out and everyone's Arcane players. Yeah, fucking Arcane players, the new insult permeating League of Legends because <laughs> fucking fifteen year old Asian kids just love screaming at fucking everyone when they don't gank top lane or when comp- top lane gets ganked too many times. Doesn't matter whatever it is, it's always the jungler's fault. It is. But now we can do it online. So, yeah, I feel I vote for Genshin Impact, but I feel League of Legends is going to win. Yeah, I can. Well, now another you, one where can, I can't really can think of anything at on Albert, the bus. So. Uh, so, next one is best community support, recognizing game for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, including our social media activities, games and updates and patches. We have Apex Legends by Respawn, Destiny 2 by Bungie, Final Fantasy 14 Online by Square Enix, Fortnite by Epic Games and No Man's Sky by Hello Games. Uh, I'm going to say Destiny 2 for Bungie. I'm no, no. I'm casting. I'm I'm, I'm picking that one out because at least they tell you they're going to fuck you before they do it. (laughs) Yeah, but that doesn't make it good. (laughs) I'm going to go for Final Fantasy 14 just because Yoshi P deserves it. I I I voted for Final Fantasy 14, but I feel No Man's Sky is going to win it. Yeah, it's 14 or No Man's Sky. One of the two. Show your GP yeah, some thanks, love. Bungie. Like, I'm pretty sure Alex has heard about this, but he in like the live letter where he announced where they were announcing they had to delay Endwalker by two weeks, he was crying. Yeah, he's, he broke down and started crying. Because he's never delayed a game. Yeah, it's the first time he had to delay a game. Mm. And it was it was a big thing for him. But just because so, he's a bitch doesn't mean he deserves the win. We're not saying he deserves to win because he's a bitch. We're saying he deserves to win because fucking he he literally he's transparent. When, whenever they're doing stuff with Final Fantasy, he makes sure everybody knows about it. And that's yeah, that's true. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know when it comes to a lot of other games, it's you find out about it and then the patch goes live in like the next couple of weeks. So if you want to quit Destiny, 
uh, you do so like two weeks before the next patch because Bungie comes out and says, hey, you know that thing you're having fun with? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you have fun with these products? Yeah, we said it in the Halo playthrough and we'll say it again on the podcast. Uh, Bungie is allergic to fun. They don't like people having it. All right, we've got to screw through some of these uh, things. and then Innovation and accessibility. Yes, so recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played by and enjoyed by even wider audiences. I know none of this. Yeah. Me neither. So I'm voting for Ratchet and Clank. Yep. <laughs> All right, All right sounds on. good. <laughs> uh, best VRAR. So I know this. This is this is me to a nutshell. I wonder which one you voted Best for. Game. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> All right. For the best game experience, playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. Hitman Free by IO Interactive. I Expect You to Die 2 by Shell Games. Lone Echo 2 by Ready at Dawn. Resident Evil 4 VR by Amateur Studio and Capcom. And Sniper Elite VR by CoSync. Uh, oh, damn. Which one did you vote for? Uh, it was, uh, I expect you to die too, uh, was on the bottom of the list. Uh, Resident Evil <laughs> 4 was at the top as fucking as it should be because it's a fucking great VR game. It sucks that it's on the Oculus Quest exclusively, making recording it very fucking difficult, but we'll get there in the yeah, end. Yeah, which was why we haven't continued recording it. Yeah, because it's like, I need to reset up the jig and I will need to make it fluent, so... I'm going to get that prepared. So, yeah, Resident Evil 4 is my pick and it's what's going to win. Uh, Beck's action game for the best game in action, generally focused primarily on combat. We have Back for Blood by Turtle Rock, Chivalry 2 by Torn Banner, Deathloop by Arcane, Final Final Cry 6, fuck me, Uh, (laughs) Far Cry 6 by Ubisoft Toronto and Returnal. Um, I voted for Back for Blood because yeah, that's, that was a lot of fun. We should get around playing it again sometime. We should. We really should. I hope they add more stuff to it because yeah, I like, said they're going to be adding more stuff to it. Mm. But like they need, they need, to, they need to figure out what they want to add to it, which they should have had plenty of time by now. I, I vote for Back for Blood, but I feel Deathloop will win. I, I'm voting for Back for Blood. I feel like Far Cry is going to win. Josh. Uh, I, I'm voting for Back to Blood as well. I'm not sure which one will win, though. I think it could be, it would probably be between Deathloop or Far Cry, though. That makes sense. Makes sense a lot. Uh, best action adventure game for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Uh, we have. This is a fucking vanity pick, but we have Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy by. Idos Montreal, Metroid Dead by Mercury Stream. My, vi- my mic is vibrating. Uh, Psychonauts 2 by Double Fine. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart by Insomniac. And Resident Evil Village Capcom. Uh, puzzle solving in Resident Evil Village Capcom is like basic bitch as fuck, but I voted for it anyway because it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, uh, I do think uh, I have a Psychonauts 2. Or, no, so I feel Psychonauts 2 will win this. What do you think? I'm voting for Resident Evil Village, but I have no idea which one could win. From what I remember from previous games, I can't I don't, I don't, can't think of Ratchet & Clank having many, like, puzzles. Maybe traversal, but not puzzles. Yeah, there's a lot of traversal, but not much puzzles from what I've seen. Um, 
Haven't seen much of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Haven't seen much of Metroid Dread, but I've he- heard good things. And from what I remember, the previous game had puzzle had a fair bit of puzzle, like previous games of it have a fair bit of mm. puzzles. So I don't know really. All right. Well, we'll move on. Yep. Uh. So next category, the best role-playing game. The best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Um, I feel like... <sighs> so uh, we have Cyberpunk 2077 by CD Projekt Red, Monster Hunter Rise by Capcom, Scarlet Nexus by Bandai Namco, Shimigai Tensei 5 by Atlas and Sega, and Tales of Arise by Bandai Namco. I voted for Shinigami Tensei Five because that is a fucking great fucking RPG. Um, I feel I feel Cyberpunk's gonna win, and I don't want it to. I really don't want Cyberpunk to win. I'm voting for Monster Hunter Rise, and I think Shin Megami Tensei Five is gonna win. Josh. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Jesus, Josh, came like, in here I so ill prepared. What these. am I paying you for? What am I paying you for? You're not paying me. <laughs> I'm paying you in shekels and fucking good vibes. Are you supposed to be getting shekels? Yes. Wait, you're getting paid? You're getting paid? <laughs> but yes. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's RPG. Um, best fighting game. Best game designed primarily for around head-to-head combat. This is a pretty much slam dunk. Like it's Yasu's, guilty gear strive. It's guilty gear strive. Yep. But we have Demon Slayer, Kimitetsu no Yaba Hojo no Koronako. It's Naruto Shippuden with a Demon oh Slayer coat of paint. I don't. That that was English, and I decided to put it. Oh my god! Yeah, you, you, you tried to. You like Japan English Chronicles. Yes. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive by Arc System Works. Melty Blood Type Lumina by French Bread. Uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl by Luosity. And Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate I'm really Showdown. Glad uh, that's Guilty the Gear picture Strive. for Nickelodeon All Star Brawl literally only had SpongeBob and Patrick. Mm-hmm. Like that really yep, conveys it's- that it's all of Nickelodeon. <laughs> Yeah, because all of Nickelodeon at this point is almost entirely SpongeBob because SpongeBob is their cash cow. Yeah. And that's it. All right. Um, so, yeah, I voted for Strive. Strive and Strive. And Strive and Strive, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can smash through these next ones. Best family game for the best appropriate family play, irrespective of platform in general. Um, it Takes Two by Hazelight Studios. Mario Party Superstars by NoCube. Pokemon Snap by Bandai Namco. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury by Nintendo and WarioWare Get It Together. I voted for It Takes Two because it's fucking ironic because it's about divorce. A family <laughs> game about divorce. I'm, I'm voting for It Takes Two because fuck Nintendo. Oh man, yeah, they've got like literally everything shit. except for It Takes Two is Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck it. It Takes Two. I mean, it, I is, it, it takes two. Two. It is like Nintendo is kind of n- like known for like trying the, the, to target children, family, games, family games. Children they dominate stuff. the family category. Yeah, it's about time they didn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, best sim or strategy game. Games focus on real time or turn based simulation strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. We have Age of Empires Four, Evil mm-hmm. Genius Two. Mm-hmm. Humankind. Oh, wait. Adrian Vice 4 by Relic Entertainment. Evil Genius 2 by Rebellion Developments. Uh, Humankind by Amplitude Studios. 
uh, Inscription by Daniel Mullins Games, and Microsoft Flight Simulator by Asorbo Studios and Xbox Game Studios. I voted for Adrian Buys 4 because what I saw the GSSB, it looks like great fun. Uh, it, it looks like the Age of Empires that people know and love. It's, so, it's Age of Empires 2, but graphic up. Yeah, so I think Age of Empires 2 will win as well as it's my pick to win. Yep. Uh, I go Age of Empires 2 and Age of Empires 2. Josh? I, I'm actually going to vote for Inscription because it's one that I actually see myself, I could see myself playing and I think it could have some good strategy in it, but I, I agree that I think Age of Empires will probably win. Yeah, it's it's a fucking I don't know. It's it's top. All right, let's skip race and sports. Yep. Uh, let's yep. best multiplayer. Best multiplayer. All right, we have Back for Blood by Turtle Rock Studios. Knockout City by Valan. Uh, it takes two by Hazel Light Studios. Monster Hunter Rise by Capcom. New World by Amazon Games and Valheim by Iron Gate Studio. Uh, uh, I, Monster Hunter Rise. I picked Back for Blood. Because uh, I haven't played Monster Hunter Rise, I will actually be jumping on the fucking Monster Hunter train this time. Hopefully, at the, at the start now Instead. when Rise comes out. Well, I jumped on at the start when uh, the World. first one came out, but then like I was like playing other games in the meantime. All you, all you guys were playing just Monster Hunter flat out, and like come back and it's just like I just got the credits and it's like yeah, we got the credits like six years ago. I'm like oh great, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, all right so i said back for blood i vote for back for blood and i think i think monster hunter rise will win all right voted for monster hunter rise and i think monster hunter rise or back for blood will win i'm voting for back for blood and i honestly think just because of the amount of stuff around it i don't like it but i feel like new world could possibly win Fuck off! That I don't tech want demo it to, so but I think it could. Just because Dude, of as Alex demo says, was fucking built on sandcastles. <laughs> yeah, but as Alex like, has said before, the game will like. I guess this one isn't, but I like from what I heard from New World. Apparently, the uh, message box, the general message box, uh, is just a coded box, but with closed parentheses to which apparently you can just open parentheses in that like text box and just mess with the code what yeah i'll see if i can find the article because it's like hold okay, up well, let me new we're gonna world. okay we're gonna do this now the, the fact that new world is even on that list further cements the fact that the game awards are a fucking joke they they are an unquantifiable fucking joke uh, Amazon deploys fix for new world exploit that lets players crash the game using chat uh, <laughs> uh, new world players may want to turn off global text chat for a while exploit new world chat allows you summers to send messages contain disruptive images and in some case malicious code that will crash the game first noticed sometime yesterday this was a while ago uh, earliest uses the chat exploit seemed harmless blown up pictures of new world sausage art here is a raw chicken there uh, didn't take long for players to find some of the various uses for the vulnerability as seen in the video above it apparently poses it's possible to inject code into an item link message that has hovered over your mouse crashing the game in seconds so essentially um they would type something into the chat because it is running code 
in that message box, but it's in a closed parentheses code. So it's like a, a sectioned off thing. Um, but if you open the parentheses and try to call for an image that doesn't exist in the database, it will crash the game to anyone who like hovers over it. Oh. Because it will try to call that image and from the code. And if that image isn't within the code, the game crashes. That's not like, that's one big bug. The other big bug I heard was apparently if you run the game in windowed mode and just grab the uh, window and move the window around because that is updating locally. It, essentially makes your character invulnerable what so if you put your character into if you put your game into window mode and then grab the windowed game and drag like across your desktop and run around your character is invulnerable because it's only updating once it stopped once it stopped moving so none of the yeah. damage value. So goes I heard, a- yeah, I heard people were playing like contr- capture the control point or something. So they'd run onto the control point and then grab the window of the game and shake it, and you couldn't beat them because they would be oh my invincible. God. Yeah. Okay, so, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, new world best <laughs> multiplayer. It's like how the fucking um, the chick who plays the dragon queen in. Um, game of thrones when she was asked about like the last season's like what do you think of the last season she's uh, sitting there awkwardly like best season ever like oh my god yeah, like, was, they can't say, say bad though, shit about it but yeah. yeah as i was trying to say though i don't think it should win but based on what i had heard before literally just now i feel like it could <laughs> just because of the fact that like people seem to enjoy it for some reason yeah yeah, people seem to enjoy it because people have shit tastes and wrong opinions, and That's fucking true. the game awards are a fucking joke. And the fact that it's even on the list is very telling of that. Yeah, the game awards not as good as our awards, but now that you're yep. talking bad shit, you need to sell it. You need to sell ours hard. I'll, I'll uh, fucking uh, sell ours hard right now. The Oz play. Wait, what's the full acronym? Hit him with the full acronym. Oh my- the full acronym is and drum roll, please, while I try to find my window. Here we are. Uh, uh, Ozplays presents the official SV Cheats One's Game of the Year. Can't fucking top this awards. <laughs> That's right. That's the full name of our <laughs> thing. And the acronym is Aptofgusgivgoftifk. <laughs> So that like, you can't sorry, even top out. You can't even top out acronym. Sorry, and, and mm. we were talking about the freaking Polish names earlier. <laughs> yeah, but no, at least it's, it's pronounceable. This is an acronym. Yeah. I mean, his last name could have been an acronym for I fucking know. It would have fooled me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, ours is the Ozplays presents the official SV Cheats one game of the year. Can't fucking top this awards. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Well, we're moving on. Uh, content creator of the year. Couldn't care less. Yeah, let's, let's uh, just get- uh, hang on, hang on. Content creator of the year. Ozplays. Yeah, I, I tried and... Uh, Website wouldn't allow it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Something yeah. about not being official. We have um, to make it fair to everyone else. Best debut indie uh, for the best debut game created by a new independent studio. We have The Artful Escape, Beethoven and Dinosaur, The Forgotten City by Modern Storyteller, Kenner Bridges Spirits by Ember Lab, 
Sable by Shedworks and Valheim by Iron Gate. I vote for Kenya and I do believe Kenya will win. I am in agreement. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, Kenya as well. Easy done. Uh, next one. Most anticipated game. Um, so recognizing oh. and announcing a game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. We have Elden Ring from Software. Uh, God of War Ragnarok by Sony Santana Monica. My cousin works for Sony Santana Monica as a writer. So uh, that's interesting. Conflict of interest, maybe? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like she is like big name person in the gaming industry. And uh, I tried talking to her like, hey, I, I can't believe we're actually cousins. And she's like, who are you? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I talk to her dad, like, on and off regularly because, like, he's like, oh, he's, you know, like, he's all, I don't want to say a name just in case he comes back to her and she's like, she's talking shit. Oh, I don't know, but she's, a, she's lovely. But, um, yeah, uh, so God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West by Gorilla. The sequel to Breath of the Legend, the Christ. sequel to Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. That's the Breath name of the, the game. Legend of Zelda: The Wild, um, and Starfield by Bethesda. I vote for Elden Ring because the only one I care about. I do feel Ragnarok's going to win. I, I, I don't care for any of those games, but I feel like Ragnarok's going to win. Don't care for Elden Ring. Elden Ring is just recycled assets from Dark Souls Three. Yeah, I know, but. New, new hat. I, I, I know new hat, but new hat <laughs> but doesn't new hat do it for me. New hat I, though. I play Team Fortress too. All right, I'm done with new hats, dude. Like <laughs> one thing I'm looking forward to in Elder Ring is modding. 100. It is running on the Dark Souls 3 engine, and I got the feeling with the like the Cinders mod, they probably can pour every single enemy that's ever existed in a FromSoft game into Elder Ring. Like, just imagine that. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Look, if I can't play from Cat from Gravity Rush in Elden Ring, I'm going to be disappointed. Is that a FromSoft game? It's not a FromSoft game. Then what the fuck are you talking about? It's just a model replacer. Oh, you could probably do that anyway, but why would anyone want to? Because Cat is Cat. Oh, you got an unhealthy obsession. What do you think, Josh? I'm honestly not too sure because I can kind of see all of these winning. I think, though, my personal vote is probably going to be going to Horizon Finn West or uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel, just because of the fact that those are ones that I could see myself playing. I don't really mm. care for Elden Ring or God of War Ragnarok, because yeah, uh, really I haven't really been into previous games in the, like, by the... Soul Series, yeah. Yeah, and God of War I haven't gotten into before. Starfield... Well, it's coming to PC, so... Oh, okay, well... Um, maybe I'll consider it, but and Starfield, it's Bethesda, so it's like a bit on the fence because of the fact that it can be a bit like it's a it's going to be a Bethesda game. Yeah, yeah. Is this a bug or a feature? Yes. Um, you know, the bugs are the features. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, next category: do not care. Best esports game: don't care. Uh, best esports athlete: don't care. Best esports team, don't care. Best esports coach, super don't care. 
and best, best esports event. Don't care. Team solo mid. It's right. TSM. So here comes the Kraken question. Mm-hmm. What do you think would be announced at Game Awards? Uh, Nintendo's going to come out and say, hey, we're not done with Smash Bros. just yet. Give us more money. See, hold up. So I think if... All right. This is, this is me thinking out loud here. Let's change that quickly. I think there's either going to be a new Resident Evil announcement a Silent Hill announcement. Why do that to yourself? Or looking forward to the Pachinko a machine. A Bloodborne for PC announcement. Oh god, a Bloodborne for PC announcement, man. Ah. Oh. So, a new Resident Evil announcement is like I'm pretty sure is going to happen. I thought they I heard they were mentioning something about like the DLC for Resident Evil Village or something like that. Do you like think that, it's going feeling- to be a brand new one or some or no. remake for four? I, th- I think if anything, there's going to be something about Resident Evil 4, whether it be like a teaser or it's going to be about the DLC for Resident Evil Village because they did say they are working on that. Because a bunch of the things in Resident Evil Village seemed like it would be setting it up for like kind of testing as well for like yeah. Resident Evil 4. Well, that's what Resident Evil Village felt like. It felt like a test for what they're doing for the remake because Village... Which is kind of funny because normally you'd think it would be the other way around. Yeah, but it is it's well, it is what it is. But like since Resident Evil 4 is the big Resident Evil game, like when it comes down to like sales-wise, it's different. Like I'm pretty sure Resident Evil 7 tops the sales... At like uh, best Resident Evil or best, okay, best selling, best selling Resident Evil games. Resident Evil games. Um, that's not how fucking rankings work. Don't start me off at 23, you piece of shit. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No. Uh, highest selling Resident Evil games. Jesus Christ, there's so many different lists and none of them... None of them giving you what you want. None of them give me unit sales. 2021 statistic. Okay, Statistica has got me covered apparently. Resident Evil 7 coming at number one at 10.2 million units sold. Coming hard in second, Resident Evil 2 Remake at 8.9 million. Resident Evil 5 and 6 tied for 8 million. The original Resident Evil 2 at 4.9 million. Uh, the remake of Resident Evil 3 at 4.6. And then the original Resident Evil 3 at 3.5. And then Resident Evil... Yeah. And where is it? Like Resident Evil 4... Like where's, Resident Evil 4 is not even on this list. <laughs> Brilliant. Which is which is crazy because they ported Resident Evil to fucking everything. everything. But like Resident Evil, when people go think of the Resident Evil franchise they go either one of two things they go the original series or resident evil 4 so resident evil 4 is like the poster child for resident evil essentially even though it i feel like it sold the most even though i haven't seen any like actual like market things like there's ported everywhere i do feel 
with all this talk about Konami reviving Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill, I do feel there will be maybe some announcement of something Silent Hill. Uh, I highly doubt it'll be a pink pachinko machine, but I do feel they're going to go, we're going to do something with the Silent Hill franchise. Just don't worry. I strongly uh, believe it is going to be a pachinko machine. Yeah. Well, given the track record, that is true. And mm. then Bloodborne for PC. Fucking, I feel like that is the least more likely out of all of them. Like over the past but month, I do Bloodborne- feel it's inevitable. Yeah, well, over the past month, Bloodborne has randomly started trending on Twitter for absolutely no fucking reason. No, because they announced more game PS PlayStation games for PC. That's why they it's haven't trending. announced Bloodborne. They they haven't done Bloodborne. They've done like the God of War. The uh, f- like they're starting to move all their games to the PC. Start off with Death Stranding, and which we predicted, which we found out. Uh, before anyone else did because the Australians classification rating and fucking don't know how to hide their shit um, so Death Stranding came then we had Horizon then we had let's, let's go let's go let's see ESRB ESRB was that it yeah is yeah, that ESRB. for Australian Australian yeah, ratings ESRB or? ratings game ratings it straight away takes me to the game ratings let's um check out Bloodborne <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's see what's about. God, they updated their website since I was last here. Oh, no. Whenever the uh, government updates a website. They, re- they really just announced the Uncharted series coming to PC. Ooh. So I feel it's just a matter of time before Bloodborne comes to PC. Everyone is like, hankering, give Bloodborne PC because it's stuck on the PlayStation 4, technically on the PlayStation 5 as well, but it's mm. stuck there. Yeah, it's not doing anything. Yeah, and just like uh, just like our Chimeco from our Pokemon playthrough. Oh, uh, piss filter. It's, yeah, piss filter stuck in the uh, stuck in that ROM. Yeah, didn't you delete the save? Pretty sure oh, you yeah, deleted. No, we re- yeah, we released released uh, it, piss- and then we yeah, deleted the save. Yeah, and then yeah, we deleted the save. Oh, well, piss filter's gone to the ether. He exists only in the playthrough now. Up at uh, Oz plays on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon randomizer, Pokemon yep. randomizer playthrough is absolute gold. Yep. So yes, I'm I'm expecting a Resident Evil announcement. I'm hoping for a Silent Hill announcement, and I'm desperately waiting for a fucking Bloodborne PC announcement. <laughs> Looking forward to a new Pachinko machine, are you? I doubt I doubt they will do Silent Hill like that. I actually doubt they'll go for another Pachinko machine. <laughs> if anything, they would never announce a Pachinko machine at the fucking esports. Uh, not esports. Are you serious? <laughs> uh, whatever the fuck this place is, the Game Awards. <laughs> the fact that you, know you responded so seriously to me suggesting they'd announce a Pachinko machine. But they actually I've do burnt. though. I've been burnt, man. There is there's a reason why I I am serious because I've been burnt too there much. Is, there is a Silent Hill pachinko machine. Yes, yeah, we know. No, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm joking about, Alex. But it's the fact that I would jo- I jokingly suggested they announce it at the Game Awards. They <laughs> would though. That's the thing. Would they? They no, announced they the fucking Metal Gear they Solid wouldn't. pachinko machine at the Game Awards. No, they didn't. When they announced that one, oh my God. they announced it on their own shit. Not the Game Awards. Game Awards for games. Pachinko machines is a form of gambling, and they don't like that. Yeah, but, but the, uh, wait, what? The, if they don't like that, why the fuck is Genshin Impact on there like twice? 
Because it's a loot box game. It's, it's a gotcha. That's what it is. Doesn't that that ain't gambling? In fact, very, the, very the, the Japanese gambling. crafted this art so get around gambling laws. Yeah, it's like because they need to gamble on fucking something. Apparently, can't just yeah. kick the habit. No, we need to gamble. We've got too much money. Fuck. Well, that's. That's kind of how it is. Like they, they, all they had to do to get around the gambling laws was to create three star characters. Oh, don't tell me. But yes, uh, that's gonna have to do it for now. Um, I have to whip up a document for our official game awards. Should we just announce, make announcements at our game awards for for shit that doesn't <laughs> exist? Yeah, let's and then announce our next, like our next series or something. <laughs> There's a bit like, you know what? Silent Hill Silent Hills is coming back. That's right, baby. Silent Hills is coming back right at you exclusively for the Switch. Yep, at the Ozplays <laughs> Game Awards, Silent Hill Harbingers. It's it's in the same style as Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, made by Platinum Games. Pyramid Head is the main character. Yeah, he plays Oh my god, that's a fucking good idea. Imagine a hack and slash character action game where you play as Pyramid Head. Hold up, hold up. Is there a DMC5 mod of this? Please tell me. Oh my god. Yes and no. There is a DMC Pyramid Head uh, as an enemy. As the proto-angel. Not as the main player character. I I really, really wish there was a fucking... <laughs> this just in Silent Hill Harbingers, developed by Platinum Games, published by Konami. You play as Pyramid Head on a hack and slash adventure. Pyramid Head... Oh, get fucked. Get fucked, you little shit. <laughs> Pyramid Head from, quote unquote, Dead by Daylight... <laughs> as Proto Angelo. This mod was suggested to me by Dante AAAAA and I liked the idea so I did it. You fucking cunt. <laughs> it's like saying, oh, this mod of Naruto from Fortnite. <laughs> no, this mod of Master Chief from Fortnite. There you go. Oh, my fucking God. Let's get out of here before I start getting too angry to sleep. We'll catch you guys later. <laughs> See right, you guys. Motherfucker. What? what-